Linux Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam. Brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like, kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 309 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this uh, Friday, the sep- uh, Friday the 25th of September at uh, 2021. 100 hours. Left coast, Pacific coast, coast with the most PST or PTSD or whatever time that make it, uh, what, uh, 821 now, I guess. Uh, and that would make it, of course, for our sequel friends. Uh, 2020, 09, uh, 25, 2021. Weird. Um, Crack Engineer, Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. It's a good idea, Ivor. You're fired. Mmm. Let's get straight to our straight, straight to our top stories. Uh, first, oh, yeah, to the whiskey. Sante. Mmm. I keep meaning to make Ivor make us a bumper for this, but unfortunately we lead with another installment of IT DOESN'T FUCKING WORK! Yes, two games that came out this week uh, that do not fucking work, and with a corollary 
Um, fuck you, Proton DB. I fucking bust my ass to file a report last night. Last night, over 24 hours ago, and there's still no reports filed for either of these games. Suck a dick, Proton DB. You need to do a better job. You need to do a better job. I mean it. You're not going to get free fucking, you know, contributions from people, especially with your new fucked up, you know, old friend of the show who's like taking the security break or whatever the fuck, Garf, freaked out when you demanded that you had to have a, you know, Steam ID blah, which is, you know, a little insane, but whatever. It's pernicious somewhat. But anyway, you need to do a better fucking job at your job. Because you're going to start losing people like me, and I'm about as hardcore a poster on there as, you know, I don't have a ton of time. So you got to do a better job. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just not going to bother. So, what two games? Two big games that came out this week. First is Serious Sam 4. Does not fucking work! Uh, at least not on my Mint... Uh, my Mint 20 box. And... I'm not sure. I can't remember if I tried it with the latest uh, Glory Sagral, but it just doesn't fucking work. I tried it with ST5 doesn't fucking work. So I, I refunded it. I returned it for a refund. Uh, another game that I just returned for a refund, which seems like it really wants to work, is a game that I really want to play because I go back to Flatpak on Linux with this game. It was one of the first Dead Cells in this game. Mafia, the Definitive Edition, which is a complete tore from the floor remake of the original Mafia, which is a game that I never got to play looks phenomenal reviews have been whatever they've been great it doesn't fucking work it does not fucking work at all it seems like it's gonna work but then it'll just it'll just go away after running for 25 minutes in background it's really frustrating so two games in one week that just don't fucking work it's hard it's hard sometimes it's hard to be a member of the Linux community, but you pays your money, you takes your chances. Next next up stories, No Man's Sky, darling of this show, and also featured later on in our deal section, which you want to stick around for, because we have the reason why we're doing this on Friday. We're going to power through this whole fucking episode. We're going to get out of here in like under 45 minutes. Isn't that right, Ivor? When have I ever been lying? When have I ever been wrong? Um, No Man's Sky just saw a massive update. Um, and just like every other fucking update, like, well, Judge of UIs texted me a couple days ago when the update got pushed and Kotaku covered it. He's like, they say it's like a whole new game. And I'm like, yeah, Jeff, well, they've been saying that for every update past, uh, God damn it, what was it? The one from, the one where they added VR. And that one was a new game. I've not booted up No Man's Sky yet because there's just been too many people to kill in Star Wars Battlefront 2 with all of our friends here from the show. 
Andy Wan, Virginia Viking, everyone's getting in on the action. My uh, EA Origins handle is SK00SPRITE, Skooky Sprite, but with two zeros. Find me and add me on there and then ping me in the Discord, and we will play some fucking Battlefront 2, which is what I want to get to right now, actually. But we have miles to go before we, we sleep. No Man's Sky update, and it's on sale, but we'll get to that in a moment. Finally, in our top stories, uh, Amazon is is now uh, you can register if you're a Prime member, I guess. I don't know. To participate in the Amazon Luna game, you know, uh, oh god, well, it's it's like their competing service for, it's like their service is going to compete with Stadia, Google Stadia. So, no more physical copies of games, no more hardware requirements, stream on anything. Luna offers some interesting uh, features that are better than Stadia. Uh, primarily, that it will let you stream onto an iPad, which is one of the big, nasty problems that I have with Stadia, other than the fact that there are no games. But the performance on Stadia generally for all of, I probably game like maybe 120 hours on Stadia across various different games. Performance is still really good. We'll see if Amazon's Luna, I, I did of course register for Amazon Luna, but uh, the streaming streaming game wars are getting even more intense. Even as the world continues to hurtle into the abyss, the odds are very good that we will not live to see Star Wars Squadrons. And so, Master Andy Wan and I have been playing Battlefield 2 um, because we don't care about Star Wars Squadrons. We just want to play Battlefield 2. Mm-hmm. It's called sarcasm. So, Ivor, based on we have one new and noteworthy, then we'll get to our deals, and then we have a feature. Our feature this week is just a kind of a broad overview of uh, our new complete ROM set, which you'll hear more about in the future. Based on with it, new and noteworthy, Ivar. Avante! I was a North American fall when in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, we have one new and noteworthy for you this week, before we get to our deals, and before we get to our feature. And, uh, our one new and noteworthy this week is one of the most absurd games I've played in a long fucking time. It's called The Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. Which uh, came out on Steam. Why is everything so... Ivor, you're fucking... Fu- you're right, Ivor. More whiskey. Came out uh, day before yesterday. Um, it is a demi-isometric, almost papercraft-like game in which you take on the role of a goose. A malicious motherfucker of a goose. 
first thing about this game is not a review. The game isn't that long. I haven't beaten it yet, but like I think I think I'm about halfway through. As a goose, you can do many things. You can swim in water. You can flap your wings, your flightless bird. You can you can honk. Um, you can lean down with your long neck and you can pick things up. You pick things up from the ground by leaning down to the ground and picking them up. You can pick things up at eye level or above by, if they're not out of your goosey neck range, by uh, just grabbing them. You can also run. This is a stealth, this is a solo stealth mission snake. This is a solo sneaking mission. You have to defeat the final weapon. Anyway, pressing the select button shows you your objectives, which is a to-do list, a very straight-up to-do list, which reminds me kind of of a less obnoxious version of Goat Simulator, which is a game that I did not particularly like, to be honest. I mean, there was I had fucking crazy moments in it, but who, you know, whatever. Untitled Goose Game is for the opposite end of the spectrum. Untitled Goose Game, your job is to be a fucking dick. So, your first, like, major challenge is to torture this gardener who's working in his garden on the outside of the city. Like I said, it's not very long game. Like, I get the impression that it's, like, only maybe five or six hours long. It depends on how stoned you are as well. But, like, one of the objectives is to... One of the big objectives is to get all of these items onto the picnic blanket and have a goose picnic. These items include a pumpkin, a uh, marmalade, marmalade, a jar of marmalade, uh, watercress sandwiches, uh, a radio, other things, carrot, a carrot. So the farmer, the, the, the gardener's got his whole fucking thing set up there. And uh, once you gain access to his uh, inner sanctum as a goose, you have to stealthily distract this gardener to the point of fucking madness. You have to drag his rake in the lake. And you have to do this without him seeing you and being able to stop you. Like, and he, he only has limited RAM in his head. So, like, if you grab the radio, which will turn the radio on, and you're trying to run to your goosey picnic place, where, which is called the Fuck You Festival, Fuck You Farmer John Festival, Fuck You Humans Festival. Um, he will chase after you. Same thing if you steal his keys off of his person. You need to distract him first, though, to do that. Um, so ideally what you want to do is distract the farmer with as many different fucking, fill his boots with water. Um, oh, bang, 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 Maxwell Silver Hammer goes down on your thumb. Uh, I can't get him to wear his sun hat yet, but I've beaten everything other than the sun hat challenge. I filled his boots with water, which I thought was particularly malicious. But you want to distract him in sequences that uh, will enable you to get the other things that you need. You also need to get him wet, which is 
very easy. Just drag the radio to the sprinkler and then turn on the sprinkler and he will fucking have to come to the sprinkler head and turn off the sprinkler, which is around the corner. And it is good-natured, fun, malicious mischief, the likes of which I'm pretty sure that the Stasi, the NSA, and other, uh, and you know, the FSB, KGB, Vladimir Putin's national security intelligence apparatus, uh, and enforcement and surveillance and stuff, uh, would all appreciate the idea being that you torture someone and hinder them with malicious pranks that get to them psychologically over time. Why is my, why are all the alarms set? to the same time in my house and no one has touched any of the alarms. Why is there a smiling teddy bear inside my fridge? Those are real fucking FSP tactics, by the way. Um, however, this happens in much more rapid fire format in a beautiful it's actually a very pretty game. Beautiful game that uh, is pretty fucking insane. It's like a very highly structured version of Goat Simulator without any of the destruction or murder or anything like that. It's more like how to topple someone's life and sanity by exponentially adding petty inconveniences to the things which they wish to accomplish. Very Stasi-esque goal. Uh, And making the things that they're good at almost impossible by interspersing unexpected obstacles that should not occur, that defy the laws of sequential occurrence in space and time, as they would say in MST3K um, as best as possible it's a lot of fun I've only played it for an hour, it is expensive for a lot of fun but (laughs) you're going to want to get it, because it's really good. I think it's really good. It's not a review, just first impressions. Uh, how many... I wonder... Well, anyway. Other nice thing about this, and I have not tried this yet, is Untitled Goose Game has a uh, Steam Remote couch play, shared play, two-player mode, where you you and a friend can team up over the interwebs or like locally, I guess, with couch play, um, to uh, rain Gessian terror, Gessian terror upon the uh, NPCs of the little hamlet in which the game is set. Um, I don't know why it's not taking me to the store page. There we go. Untitled Goose Game, and that's the name of it, by House House, is 25% off now through October 7th at $14.99. I have so far had an enormous amount of fun with it. Especially while stoned. It is hilarious to live stream this game while stoned. I, I can't wait to see if the uh, two two-player works. Uh, that will be exciting. Alright. That brings us to our deals before we get to our feature. We have a very short feature for you this week. Uh, about MAME ROM sets, and specifically 
how to get complete ROM sets. Not for free, but the best way to get them. So, without further ado, here are the deals. Uh, as of an hour ago, our first number one major deal, which we popped into our Discord, uh, is Bomber Crew, one of my favorite games that I've played over the last this October will be the sick will be the sixth year anniversary of the show. I know this because I checked the calendar phone alerts in my phone. One of my favorite games though of the, these six years is Bomber Crew, which is now ninety percent off at a dollar and forty nine cents for the next we'll say 12 hours at this point because by the time this gets posted it'll probably be around 12 hours. Right now it is 8.45 Pacific time so 20.45 Pacific Coast time, 24 hour time Um, you need to get Bomber Crew. It looks like the stupidest, most candy colored unsimulation. No, it's about the crew of a Lancaster and doing what it takes during the Battle of Britain. There are expansion packs and DLCs available that let you fly uh, American bombers and stuff, but I have none of them. But at a dollar and forty-nine cents, a game that I spent so much time on, one of our most favorable reviews, one of my most favorite games on the show, Bomber Crew, completely worth it. You need to go get it. It's it, Bomber Crew is one of the games that's won the highest honor that we can afford that we can award any uh, any game that we ever review it's worth full price, any price, all price any day, every day, etc, etc, etc etc, etc, and now it is $1.49 for the next 12 hours so go get that next, a game that uh, I've seen people play but have not been able to play yet and I have not tested it it's called Inside it's a uh, side-scrolling adventure platformer puzzle platformer, adventure puzzle platformer, where you play a little kid who infiltrates some sort of weird military shadowy military facility now through September 27th it is 66% off at $6.80 I thought that by virtue of the Warner, the WB sale that's going on right now I thought that I should highlight one game that if you've not played and are hard up for like 250 hours of gameplay or whatever on the cheap Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition, which includes like every fucking mod and all the fucking DLCs and everything, is 50% off right now through uh, September 28th at $9.99. Um, also, Untitled Goose Game is actually 25% off right now through October 7th at $14.99. And then going back to our top stories, No Man's Sky the aforementioned um, endless procedurally generated universe uh, exploration adventure building multiplayer existentialistic um, experiment of a game now replete with a fresh new update that added like I think I want to say it added 8 gigabytes to my install of it is 50% off at $29.99 through October 5th Go back and listen to our original review of No Man's Sky if you want to know all about my feelings about their pricing schedule, which I do not appreciate. Um, and that'll do it. That'll bring us to our feature. Ivor based them with it. 
we're gonna get out of here in under 45 minutes. What do you think? Oh my god, it's the Libyans. The Libyans! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's teacher, I can't read you. I can't read you, I can read your mind. Take it, Spooky. The Alright, so our feature this week is somewhat apocryphal. For those of you who don't go back with um, MAME, the multi-arcade machine emulator, as far back as I do, which is, I go back to the very fucking beginning. And for those of you who only fucked around, maybe, with games and emulation at all, on Linux or any fucking platform, it doesn't matter. There came a time when, so, MAME, the multi-arcade machine emulator, unless you assembled painfully over time through piecemeal downloads from venerable ancient web servers that are now long gone, websites and their servers that are now long gone, uh, the individual ROMs, which are the actual game files, uh, and then did this for years and years and years and years. Actually, yeah. Hmm. Because from the beginning, like, you just had to assemble them piecemeal. But then there came, there came to pass about four or five years into the main ROM revolution, and which ushered in which was like the precursor to the emulation revolution that we're seeing now, which to which all of us benefit. Um, Unless you were literally on news groups and willing to piece together all of the binaries and then decode them and then get all the parts and ask for the parts that you missed which is now easier to do than ever, but we don't talk about Usenet here. Because I don't really use it anymore, um, because it's kind of unusable, which is kind of by design. Always was kind of unusable, but anyway, we don't need to talk about, we don't need to steep this conversation in Usenet. Bottom line was this, if you wanted the complete as known, verified working MAME ROM set, and not just the indices for what that MAME ROM set was and what version of MAME that it, it corresponded to. One of the best ways to get your hands on every fucking working game for multi-arcade machine emulator was to find uh, and you can still find these guys. Um, I'm one of them now. Uh, people who will for a modest fee, literally, like, the cost of media, the cost of postage, and then, like, a service charge, like, five or ten bucks, would burn you all of the DVDs or the CDs, CDRs, back in the day, it used to be CDR, um, of the current working main ROM set as best as they had it. And yes, this did involve a financial transaction, but generally speaking, these people were charging nothing for stuff that, you know, I mean, I have every arcade game. I have all the cabinets. I have all the actual hardware here. In fact, I have every game ever made here. 
right here in my garage in the Fortress of Darkness. Um, so it's completely legal for me to have, and I've bought every other fucking game more than one time. Mm. So, what this meant was that you would have the complete set, and what the complete set for MAME meant was it meant that you had all the cabinets, all the flyers, all of the, all of the actual working ROMs, all of the ROMs for every fucking region, if there were different regions. It would also give you all of the bootleg ROMs. It would also, you know, blah, blah, blah. It would, and it, they would all be complete. And it would be organized in a file structure that, that MAME could recognize once you pointed MAME to. Now, I've spent a lot of time over the last, uh, fuck, nine years now, I guess. Early on. It's been about, like, fuck, six years at all since I've even really looked at MAME in any meaningful capacity. But, uh, I was writing a MAME front-end for a long time that got superseded by the release of Attract Mode and other, um, better, more complete projects, but... I've gone deep into the guts of MAME and uh, MAME's cate- uh, the way that MAME determines when you evaluate all your ROMs, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know how to do that manually without using MAME. I know how to make MAME. And never mind. It doesn't matter. Point is this. Recently came to my attention that it's been like over easily over 13 years since I got a new complete MAME set. And over those intervening years, I managed to uh, torrent complete sets uh, for various, complete ROM sets for various other systems. But I was always relying on my generally, my, my main MAME complete set, which goes back to I was horrified. It goes back to over two major versions ago, and MAME doesn't come out with a major version hardly ever. It's like every two years, maybe, tops, and that was when they were trucking. So my MAME, my MAME ROM set is like 13, 15 years out of date. So it's like, okay, fine. Well, we'll find um, someone you know, probably on Reddit. That's where I started looking. And then, ironically, I couldn't find anyone, because, okay, so here's the idea. You want to find people who are willing to burn the the media for you at basically the cost of the media, plus, you know, postage, plus, like, maybe 10, 15, maybe 20 bucks, and then, like, I, I always, you know, sent a tip. Because, like, I used to set, have to do this with cash. The first time I ever did this, I think I did it with cash. Because um, there was no PayPal back in the day day well much to my surprise it turns out that these days you don't need CDs or thumb drives or even a hard drive what what you use now is a micro SD card because and this was a shocker to me you can get one terabyte now on an SD card micro SD card a terabyte for like 50 bucks. You can get 256 gig- gigabytes, which is, happens to be the set that I bought. A 256 gigabyte SD card 
loaded with RetroPie pre-configured for a Raspberry Pi 4 with, according to my last um, file listing, because I got it today, by the way. This is the point. Um, 22,000 individual game files. Uh, 18,000 games with complete everything. And like I like as I mentioned before, if you're uncomfortable with the legality of this, then go fuck yourself because I own every single one of these games, including all the arcade machines. I have just endless space here, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds upon thousands of square meters of just space with arcade machines. Actually, just the the the, the boards they're just stacked like cordwood. It's like the ending of Indiana Jones uh, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's like, you know, they're wheeling the arc in and just the camera just pans up and it's just endless. Because I got all this shit. All of it. And most of it I bought twice. So if you're uncomfortable with the legality of it, go fuck yourself. If you're not uncomfortable with the legality of it, which you should not be because most of these games are not available in any other way, shape, or form or format, both commercially or non-commercially, and that is this is where I come down in terms of this argument until they are made available and at a reasonable price then guess what emulation will never die but emulation has been cracked down on a lot over the last eh, six or seven years and the ROM sets even even if we're just talking about for MAME are so many files now that it's difficult. It's difficult to, in fact, it's impossible. Unless you're like a preteen who has nothing but fucking free time. Um, and even then, you're not going to get a complete set. You're just going to get the games that you want to remember. Of course, I can just plug in any fucking board into any of the hundreds of generic you know, that I, I, I had fabricated that I fabricated myself. Cabinet machines with just endless hardware. I can do that on, you know, whenever I want, you know, but it's a big pain in the ass and, you know, since my archivist quit, that was Ivor's dad, by the way. No wonder where Ivor got his fucking meager skills. His, his, uh, his towering IQ which hovers in the near single digits almost in the positive range too um it's almost impossible so I went on a search and I found a guy who's selling he's, he's selling them for a hundred bucks which is a lot but the SD card itself is like thirty thirty five dollars is what I priced it on Amazon <laughs> anyway the bottom line is this he sold me a SD card that arrived today, micro SD card that is pre-configured with RetroPie plug and play for a Raspberry Pi 4. So you literally plug in this SD card into a Raspberry Pi 4, plug in your controller, plug in the HDMI, plug in the power, and then you go through like basic system administration stuff, which it walks you through and then it is all in attract mode and this ROM set which replaces we'll see I haven't had enough time to test it I only got it five hours ago 
and I, I first I ripped a backup image of it. Now I'm going to be as soon as this episode's done, I'll be ripping just the ROM sets from it. Because they're all organized as you would expect, same way that my ROM sets are actually organized. Here's what this little uh, motherfucker has on it. All of the ROMs and images and etc. for all of the following systems. And I'm only going to be able to tell you this because I sent this. So I'm just going to read out this list. It has all the games, all the ROMs, all the working ROMs for the 3DO. ColecoVision, MAME, PC88, TurboGrafx16, Amiga, Daphne. That's that's uh I think that's Don Blue's system. MAME, MAME for all, PC Engine, TurboGrafx16 CD, which is a thing I didn't even know about. Amiga CD32, Dreamcast, Ma- Sega Master System, PC Engine CD, uh, TI99. I don't know what that is. Amstrad, uh, PC, uh, CPC, uh, Fam- Super Famicom, Famicom, Sega Mega Drive, uh, Ports, Vectrex, Apple II, I don't know what FBA is, uh, Mega Drive Japan, the Sony PSP, Video Pack, I don't know what that is, I think those are the full motion video games that were in the arcade, Arcade, FDS, MSX, PSP Minis, Virtual Boy, Atari 2600, Atari uh, Atari 5200, Atari 7800, Atari 800, Atari Lynx, Atari, I don't know what that is, uh, Commodore C- C64, uh, dedicated Capcom machines, this includes all the BIOSes and everything you would need for these, uh, Game & Watch Game Gear, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Sega Genesis, the Blue Sky Rangers are well represented within television. NGPC, NGP, NES, Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, the Neo Geo with the BIOS, the N64, NDS, MS, uh, MSX2, uh, PSX, Wonderswan, ScumVM, as if we need that, Wonderswan Color, Sega 32X, Sega CD, SFC, SG-1000, SGFX, I don't know what those are, and the ZX Spectrum and the X-68000. It is 22,000 game files. Now, to those of you We'll see later on tonight when I verify, because I trust but verify. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch all my emulators that are running on this system uh, to the new directories once I copy all of the ROMs, just the ROMs off of this drive. I am willing to provide a duplicate of those of this ROM set, provided that they work. And I'm from my preliminary fine commands, it looks legit. It's 216 gigabytes of of images and RAM, uh, images and ROMs, uh, with all the associated utilities and everything else. That's another 30 gigabytes. That includes the system, which is plug and play on Raspberry Pi Four. Which I I have one on the on the way, but I don't really need it because I've got like fucking 
I just want to see if this guy will run, plug and play, as promised. But the whole system architecture, everything is there. Um, I can either supply it to you as an image, or you know, on a as an image, or just the just the bare ROM, so you can port the ROMs that you want to into your directory structure. If after testing, I find that these all do basically work, uh, send me a direct message via our Discord. A direct message. Anyone who posts directly into the main thread will be ignored and will have their posts deleted. Um, And I will send you a way to send me a comparable SD card from Amazon and then you'll have to give me your postal address and I will rip, I'll burn one for you. I can do one a day for as long as you want. And I, all of this is of course under the tacit understanding that you, you very much like I are equipped with a warehouse similar in size and scope and scale to mine that has all of these games, all 22,000 games ever made. Uh, that's all I have to say. It's an on your honor kind of process. Um, but yeah, the offer stands. When you win the game, there's a Yoshi And that's all. That's our show this week. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'll be back next week. Told you we'd be out of here in under 45. Yes! First time ever! Super Mario World. Ooh, I take to myself. Super Mario Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Yellow is the color. Gambling is the game. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. 
For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. Hello, great justice.